Hey everyone, it is Andy here, cutting in at the beginning of today's episode. We don't have a regular review of Neon Genesis Evangelion ready to go this week, but what we do have for you is our very first episode of Tuning In. For those of you who don't know what Tuning In is, it is our first impressions show that we're doing on our Patreon at patreon.com slash tuningjapanese. Matt, Bill, and myself will watch the first episode of an anime and then kind of talk about what happens in that episode and give our final verdict of whether or not we think that it's worth watching after one episode. For our first week, we talked about the first episode of My Hero Academia, a very well-known and liked anime. Uh, so hope you enjoy our first episode here of Tuning In. If you like this episode and you want to hear more, you can head again to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese, donate $3, and you can get our reviews of Black Butler, After School Dice Club, and everything else that is going to be released as part of this series. We've reviewed and uh, recorded two more uh, episodes very excited to uh, get that out to you. So check that out and enjoy today's episode. Why are you being so mean? You're making him cry, Kachan. If you keep on hurting him, uh, I'll, uh, I'll stop you myself. <laughs> you want to pretend to be a hero? You don't stand a chance without a quirk, Deku. <laughs> Here's the sad truth. All men are not created equal. Welcome to Tuning Japanese, the anime podcast where three guys of varying ages watch anime, and we love it. We do, right, Bill? Not that varying of ages. Okay, for three dudes of within five years, perhaps, watch anime and love it. Three cis white guys of essentially the same generation. Oof. Now I'm confused. Oh, <laughs> on with the show. <laughs> Hi. 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 <laughs> uh, I'm Andy. I'm Bill. And that was not Josh. You know That's how you can not... tell? Because he showed up. <laughs> oh, that is super fan Matt, who, if you listened to our finale of season six, know that Matt will be joining us for season seven. Uh, and we'll be joining us on some of these bonus episodes. And you probably already know what season seven is. You already know, which <laughs> we all know what it is. We all, we're not, we're not recording this before we record that finale and I'm milking every chance I can get to like decide what it is. We all know what it is. It's the next thing. The next thing. Exactly. <laughs> I swear to God, I'll figure it out soon. <laughs> Uh, but hey, you might be wondering what this is. This is a bonus episode that listener will probably make its way onto the main feed. Uh, and uh, we're going to be doing a series of bonus episodes that will be 
mostly for the Patreon, but from time to time we will put these onto our main feed along the way as well. Where essentially we're going to call this. I'm I'm going to workshop it a name, but for now we're going to call exploring first... anime. Ex- I like that better than first impressions. That's going to make episode two really weird when I call it that, and then like <laughs> That's why I saved it. <laughs> First impressions, maybe exploring anime. We'll find out by episode. (laughs) We'll find out by episode three what we actually call it. We started the show. We decided we were going to do a format where we did an episode by episode review of a particular anime. Right. So we've done Excel Saga, Trigun, um, Gurren Lagann, Wolf's Rain. You know, you know the shows. If you if you're listening, you know the shows. You know the deep dive is fun, but at the same time. It always feels like, man, it just takes a long time to get through a series. And there's so much anime out there that we're never going to actually talk about anything else. <laughs> Unless we have, like, a special guest on. Like, when, you know, we brought Yada on to talk about uh, Mushishi. Or when we uh, had Superfan Matt on originally before. We talked about uh, yeah, Captain Tyler. Um, which, is that that's out, right? It's out in multiple ways. They just released a super duper amazing deluxe Blu-ray set with an art book, which I paid through the nose for (laughs) and read recently. And I loved it and it was wonderful. And someday, someday. Uh, But so what we're going to do for these bonus episodes uh, for this particular series is we are going to each time we we record with these, one of us is going to bring an anime and we're going to watch just the first episode of said anime and we're going to analyze it a little bit and then come to the conclusion each of us is this an anime that we want to keep watching is it an anime that yeah we're good we're going to pass on or are we still kind of unsure somewhere in the middle and for the first week in a weird change of events uh we threw it to bill we to pick an anime <laughs> he was kind of eager, I think, maybe to pick this one. Bill, introduce the anime that we're going to be talking about. Although people that click on this already know what it is. So, with no anticipation whatsoever, <laughs> uh, my first choice to try the first episode was My Hero Academia. My Hero Academia. <laughs> I think that was the opening theme, right? Yes. That's why I did it. <laughs> yes, My Hero Academia, which, if you listen to our show, we know that Josh is a big fan. Of My Hero Academia. Yes. Bill, what is it that inspired you? We'll start this just here. Like, what is it about My Hero that drew you to want to watch this first episode and talk about it? Oh, because it's going to piss off Josh. Mmm. Trolling. Okay. That. <laughs> Josh, we're doing this show you love. Hey, guess what? We didn't like it. <laughs> More importantly, you don't get to say anything about it. Yeah, that's my... <laughs> That's pretty great. That's like when we did the Helsing Ultimates and we just didn't acknowledge we did it. Oh, yeah! Because <laughs> we he wanted to do that so bad and we just recorded <laughs> it without him. So this is just that again. <laughs> so we are here to talk about the first episode of My Hero Academia or No Boku Academia or whatever. I can't remember. I, I had it. A Boku No Hero Academia uh, is the Japanese title. I think the way we're going to tackle this is we'll just kind of walk through some of the things that happened in the episode, uh, talk about some of our thoughts along the way, and then we'll give our recommendation at the end. Bill, I took some notes, but did you want to Did you want to kind of lead us through some of the, the opening events here? You told me we weren't taking notes. I know. I took some notes. <laughs> you, you told me it was a general discussion. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just took some bullets. Um, I almost took notes. I was like, no, I was told. Uh, did you a- take any mental notes? I did. Well, let's start by talking about the world. How about that? 
Okay. Sure. Yes. So, uh, which which is yeah. one of the first things we get. It is. We find out that like eighty percent of the population have what they call quirks, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mutations, superpowers, metahumans, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. yeah. But apparently, not all of them are that great. No, it's like the uh, episode of Family Guy when uh, when the family gets <laughs> powers and Meg can just grow her fingernails a little bit longer. Right. <laughs> it's kind of like that. It's something we get a little bit of even in X Men. That's like, where my brain went. There's like mm-hmm. weird mutants that have, have no other power other than like a weird shaped nose. Yeah. And yeah. you know the the friends of humanity are wanting to or the brotherhood of humanity. What they call the I think, the, they're, the, the, fr- I think they're friends of humanity. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, like they want to kill those mutants and they can because they can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which would suck to live in that world and then you wind up with like weird shaped noses. Your power. Yeah. <laughs> my brain went to X Men because it felt like. The complete reverse of, like, X-Men, where you have these people who are a small portion of the population who have these powers and are persecuted because of it. And now it's like the 20% without powers seem to be the ones that get the shaft in this world. Like, they're the ones who are... They get beat up and bullied and... Okay, I'll talk about this now. Because I was gonna... I didn't, yeah. wasn't sure where I was gonna talk about it. This show, I know from Josh... From the internet, I know what direction it generally goes in. Mm-hmm. Our friends over at my anime podcast, right? This would be so much better of a show to me if this kid without superpowers, who's a fanboy and writes all this information down, becomes like Batman to this world. Mm-hmm. He's an unpowered dude with a bunch of knowledge and planning, taking out people with powers. Yes, like that would be a good show. I like it. Quite enough as is, but uh, that would put a whole nother level to it than what it is right now. Maybe not better show. It would be a good alternate show. Let's put it that way. Sure. Let's not necessarily say it would be better, but that would be a um, a premise that I would be more into. Let's put it that way. That sounds like an interesting idea to me, too. Uh, again, I don't know where it goes. I got I got have a general idea that this kid's probably going to get powers. Um, I'm going to assume that's where it goes, but... Um, I don't know this. The world is the world is fascinating to me because again, this might be a better, a good question for Bill because I know Bill, you are into comics even a little bit more than I am. Uh, and Matt, I don't know how much your your history with comics are. We haven't, we haven't really talked about that. I'm pretty deep into comics. Okay, um, I guess I look behind you. I see actually quite a few on your wall right there. Yes. I guess my question is like, has this idea? Is this a completely original idea, or has this idea of a, of a world where? It's mostly superheroes and very few non-heroes. Does does that exist somewhere else, or is this like really a novel idea? This is the first example that comes to mind, myself included. But I also want to put a, a disclaimer out there too. This isn't a world where most people are superheroes. This right. is a world where most people yeah. have powers, a, a quirk they call it. Yeah, yeah. I think most people don't live up to being an actual hero in this world. That's that's true. If anything. The competition for who is and isn't a hero is probably steeper in this world than on other worlds. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. Like, there's a scene in the classroom where the teacher is like, ah, you all have powers and you all want to be superheroes. And he's like, you know, but only a small percentage of you ever will, right? And then you've got yeah. this, like, bully asshole kid. Uh, God, what's his name? K- Katsuki, I think is his name. Just call him Bakugo. That's what everybody <laughs> does. Bakugo. He's, um... An ass? An asshole, yeah. And he's definitely... He has, like, a a pretty strong power, it seems. 
and he's like, you know, he's convinced that he's going to be one of the, those few percent that make it into like a superhero. Okay. This is a UA Academy or something or UA high yeah. school. Uh-huh. Yeah. He thinks he's going to be the, one of the greatest superheroes ever, but I'm sure we're all thinking the same thing that he's probably going down a villain path pretty quick. Oh, for sure. Well, and it kind of crosses over with uh, One Punch Man, where yes, you know the heroes are dicks. Yeah, the the big heroes are are dickholes. Yeah. So I could see him being a hero, but just being like uh, like Metal Knight and just being an asshole. Yeah, could still be that. This wasn't the same company or same group that did did One Punch right because there was definitely a one. I got One Punch vibes throughout this whole thing. I did too, actually, but I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Okay, I, I didn't think so either. Um, but just the the opening theme definitely not the same creator. Let's put it that way. Okay, well, like the opening theme music and like video package felt very one punch with like showing all the different heroes. I guess you know like it's it's part of the genre too, being a superhero story. There aren't too many ways you can do that, really. Yeah, yeah. It's it's them taking seriously all the stuff that One Punch Man was making fun of. I don't know. There's just a lot of really weird overlapping things like this all, all might hero that like was just grocery shopping. And that, that felt very much like a Saitama thing. I don't know. I think he's like the blast of this world. You think so? Which if we step back even further, he's the Superman of this life. I think that's, that's fair enough. What do we think of the main character Deku or Izuku or whatever you want to call <laughs> Midora or whatever his name is, whatever you want to call him. Midoriya. Midoriya. Midori means green in Japanese. Okay. He's, he's got green hair. Okay. His color scheme is going to be pretty green. I was just thinking Midori isn't like the green uh, liqueur. Exactly. Much like uh, Naruto, uh, I can totally identify with his character. Okay. Not, not, not to dive too deeply into my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> but because of that, I, I have kind of quite a bit of empathy for characters like him. His story is sad. It is, but he's also sort I mean, and this is just me, so maybe I'm wrong, but okay. to me, he seems like the pair of pants character. I need explanation. Uh, the 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 Ur example here is Bella from Twilight, a character with little to no personality ah. for the viewer to okay. slip on like a pair of pants. Okay. All right. The viewer fill-in character. Yeah. Thing. Eh. Sure. Kind of makes sense a little bit, the world. I mean, okay, he doesn't have superpowers, but so do we. Yeah. We, don't, we, the viewers, no, don't. Quite true. He's yep. a superhero fanboy, which we, the viewers, typically are. Yeah. Got that right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a little bit of sad. There's a little bit of empathy. But, again, I think that's all engineered. Yeah, I can see that. He's he's a weird character to me. I, I think it's going to take me... Like, I feel bad for him. Like, I definitely do feel like he's... <sighs> There's there's something about how he gets bullied. There's something about how just like his determination to like there's a, there's a scene where when he finds out he's not going to get superpowers because <laughs> mom takes him to the doctor. Yeah, yeah. To basically like X-ray his foot. X-ray have his it, foot. Have his feet examined. <laughs> Fucking weird, by the way. So I guess he was a podiatrist, perhaps, probably. Yeah, possibly. Maybe. But, yeah, they, they explain that if you develop quirks... Again, it goes back to the mutant thing in X-Men. If you develop quirks, you are a next evolutionary step of human. And usually when you get powers, you also evolve out that last knuckle in your t- small toe. 
because you don't need it. I never thought about that. Yep, that's exactly what they were saying. Is is they they linked the the lost knuckle, the the useless knuckle getting evolved out with something useful getting evolved in. Science ish, science ish. <laughs> yeah, that makes a little more sense to me now. I guess I was a little like lost and confused on that, but yeah, no, that was that was the idea. But I guess that whole scene where like he comes to realize that he's not going to get superpowers and he's just like sadly staring blankly while watching the video and tears are rolling and his mom's just like it's okay honey and mm-hmm. and him being like at one point the kids are bullying him at the school and he they tell him like why don't you just go throw yourself off a building and it's just like man this kid is Yeah, that was fucked up. Yeah. It is really fucked up. Like go kill yourself. Yeah. That's not okay. No, it's not. And I I have a lot of empathy for this kid because it's, it's, it, the whole situation is just completely fucked. Which, again, leads me to my alternate uh, version of this show that would have been, at least for me, would have been better. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. without superpowers, and he goes around writing and figuring out how to how to overcome these characters and then does it. That's probably uh, just not what it's overall going for that maybe made them not go that route. I don't know. Right. Well, again, we're going from the first impression of the first episode. Yeah. Right. No, for sure. Let's talk about the the scene, one of the opening scenes that we get with the superheroes. So we're introduced to some superheroes. There's like some sort of rhino or or, or what? I don't know what that's supposed I to be. I thought it was supposed to be a shark. Maybe a shark. Probably a shark. Nah. But a weird, a weird giant dude, or a giant dude with a weird shaped head. Yeah. Who I guess was just a thug. Uh, purse snatcher. It's purse snatcher. I think he got cornered and by a whole bunch of fucking heroes. Yep, and escalated escalated uh-huh. the situation. Yeah, we're introduced to Death Arms. Yep, the punching superhero. <laughs> it reminds me of like Pokemon when they'd use the the Pokedex and they'd be like, Diglett, the digging Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, I, I have a really obscure reference and, and thing that just popped in my head when I was re- when I was watching this for the trying to watch for the third time. We'll get to that in a bit. There's a scene when Death Arms is like catching the the falling thing, uh-huh. and someone's like shouting out. He's like, "Man, I wish I had powers like that guy." Uh-huh. And like his voice reminded me of uh, you ever seen Shin Chan, the Adult Swim version of Shin Chan? <laughs> I know of it, but I've never seen it. It's so good, by the way. There's there's a scene in Shin Chan where uh, the the superhero Enchman is like like which is that's just the principal whose last name is Ench and he wears a ridiculous suit. Uh, he goes and he goes to save the day and Shin's dad is like nearby and he just shouts. He shouts and it's, it sounded like the same voice actor, which what, what threw me off. He's like, he he watched my wife beat me because like there's a scene in an episode where like he shows up and like there's domestic abuse going on and it's weird. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> It means neither here nor there. I just had to get it out loud because I thought it was sounded like the same guy. <laughs> so like, there's that guy. There's Backdraft, which is maybe yeah. want to watch that movie. The, the rescue <laughs> yeah. hero, who's like a firefighting robot with hydrokinesis. Yep, that's cool. what I got out of him. He <laughs> uses his his water to make a do not cross sign. Yep, seems like an underwhelming use of that power, but whatever. Keep back citizens. You know, it's it's all how you if you're creative enough, even the dumbest power can find some use. This is true. Well, that's more like a good power being used dumbly. Fair enough. There's Kamui Woods, who I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, not not bad. Trient. Again, we're back to me like digging plant based heroes. Right. 
Uh, and then some uh, Marvel or Miss Marvel knockoff called uh, Mount Lady shows up. Well, yep. Giant Man knockoff, I guess. Yeah, more specifically that. But yeah, she shows up. She kicks this 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 dude. This dude is not having a good day. Yeah, <laughs> she comes in and she's bigger than he is. Yeah, and just like running drop kicks him. Yep, and it's all about her butt from there on out. Yeah, because like yeah. She even says something like, you don't have to deal with, worry about this bum anymore. And she like, pumps yeah, like, out. yeah, I groaned. And then everyone, huh. in- wow. <laughs> <laughs> all and the then- horny fanboys bring out your cameras. Well, they yeah. were, they were yelling money shot, money shot, money shot, money shot. And I'm like, not- what the fuck? Also not okay. Also not okay. Did you guys know that money shot is a porn term? Yes. <laughs> I thought it was just Val Venus's finisher. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> Tangent, for the longest time, I didn't know it was a porn term. I'd heard it in, used in a different way, which is like the second definition in the dictionary. Uh-huh. So, yeah. When I said wait, it once in wait. anime club, I was like, what? Wait. Uh-huh. <laughs> does, it, does it actually say in the dictionary, money shot? <laughs> a term used in pornography to describe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it says it on the Urban Dictionary. That's probably true. <laughs> No, there was a wrestler back in the Attitude Era yes. called Val Venus, and his, he was one of those, like, wrestler as a second job sort of wrestlers. Uh huh. His primary employment was as a porn star, and his finishing <laughs> move was a top, a top rope blash called the, the money shot. The money shot. Okay. Well, that fits with the, uh, the definition that I was most familiar with, which is just a crucial, crucial or climactic moment. Right. Not, not necessarily, uh, Climactic moment. Yeah, not necessarily. Not, not necessarily a climactic moment. <laughs> Literally getting the picture or video that will make you money. Yeah. Yes. Which I think is how they're using it here. Either that or they're ruining their pants. Kids show. Kids show. One or the <laughs> other. One or the other. Um. So we get uh we get a lot of scenes with Deku writing a bunch of stuff in his notebook. Uh, to which, like, this guy in the crowd's like, you're such a fanboy. Yeah, with the uh, the weird, like, shuriken sticking out of his face. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Be proud of it, Deku. Be he does. I think I think he owns it. We get a, another scene with some sort of weird-ass slime monster. Mm-hmm. Sludge. Yeah, some sludgy thing. And this is where I think we get our first glimpse of, and actually I really love the artwork. We get a glimpse of, what's what's his name? I lost it already. Uh, All Might. Mm-hmm. All Might, where he's like wandering out of the grocery store, and like he looks like. Do you you remember like all like the MTV like cartoons from like the nineties, liquid television stuff? Yeah, the outline of like the way his head is shaped before he transforms just reminded like he felt like he came, he like came right out of a nineties MTV show, like the head or the Max or something. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I like that. I like the artwork of the show. Yeah, it's good. I can't argue the artwork. It's a little, a little bit cartoony, but not in a bad way. Like I said, it's very One Punch Man, maybe just a, a notch up on the cartooniness. It fits for superheroes, I suppose. Was this intended as a kid show? Well, it's a shonen <laughs> show, so. Oh, fair enough. Well, then it's yeah, then it makes total sense. Boy yeah. is in the name. Yeah, kind of le- leaning a little more toward a younger audience. But uh, I know, I know a friend, uh, another friend who's even older than. Uh, Older than I am, who's a big fan, so. Yeah, I don't think that necessarily is restrictive. You know, well, no, and I wasn't. No. I didn't know where the the intended audience was, which I was just wondering if that would affect the art. Uh, people who buy superhero movie tickets. There you go. Well, yeah. That's the audience. There you go. 
Um, so this slime monster is pretty cool. He's like kind of gross. We'll see him a little bit later when he mm. when it turns into one of those animes for a second. <laughs> <laughs> he re reminds me of an old Malibu comics character called Sludge. Basically the same kind of powers. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that one. That's okay. Marvel bought them out in the 90s, so hardly anybody's heard about them these days. Man, okay, looking through my notes, we talked about the Doctor. The Doctor, who is sounds a lot like, uh, like uh, what's his name from Parks and Recreation. Yes, I'm glad that you said that, um, <laughs> because I was trying to place where that voice sounded like, like, like where it came from, what it sounded like. Uh, uh, are you talking about... Um... Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman, Offerman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like yeah. Nick Offerman. Yeah, I, I was trying to figure out like where I'd heard that voice before. I'm sure it's not him, but like, no, it I'm sure definitely, it's not him. It definitely has that sort of intonation. <laughs> Let's talk about the scene where it becomes one of those animes where Deku, after like getting bullied, getting his notes burned, thrown in some water, to told to, to jump off a, uh, the building. Damn it, Bakugo, you suck. He's a dick. Just walks dejected, but like, I love that he manages to like just, despite all this, keep his head high um, until. He, he gets his mouth gets... full of something foreign. Yeah, <laughs> Ooh. the slime monster pops out of the out of the sewer system. Decides, yeah. I'm going to take this kid over. You'll make a perfect skin suit. Skin oh, suit. I hate yeah. that line. And then yeah, he almost dies. He even says like he's like I I'm about to die. Yeah. Until. Until. Out of the out of a manhole comes the Ninja Turtles. No, it's <laughs> All Might. It is Darn All it. Might. And he's got his uh, grocery bag with soda in it. <laughs> very saitama he defeats the enemy with a move called texas smash uh-huh speaking of porn i'm sure that's a title <laughs> why texas i know it's anime and anime moves and stuff just doesn't make sense but because it's a big punch i my thought and process texas here, is a big state yeah well yeah ultimately my <laughs> thought process here is if he's kind of the stand-in for superman superman's all about the American way. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I, I kind of, and especially with the blonde hair and the blue eyes and stuff, I kind of assumed he was, I mean, he's got kind of a Captain America thing going on with his costume too. Mm -hmm. So I, I just kind of assumed he was kind of a, they were kind of relating him as an American. He's got that over-exaggerated tone of voice too. Where he's like, ha ha hero. I am the hero and I have saved the day. Right. He's very <laughs> loud and boisterous and yeah. mm -hmm. powdered <laughs> toast, man. Classic stereotype hero voice. Yes, and it, well, that and he's a he's an American stereotype in a Japanese anime. That's what my understanding was. <laughs> and I'm sure they just thought that uh, the English using states sounded cool to their Japanese ear. It was a little jarring. Not gonna lie, I'm just like, wait, Texas Smash. Personally, I think uh, his Almighty should be his name. Yeah, I know. I like Almighty versus All Might. But uh, perhaps they don't want to go the route of, of he's a god. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They try to shy away from that kind of stuff. Yeah, I remember when Bobby Lashley did that. Yes. He's yeah. the nope. almighty. <laughs> no, the wrestling reference, it's fine. <laughs> if, um, if you want to talk Jake the Snake, I can probably contribute something, but otherwise. I didn't get the full quote, but like after he saves Deku, he's... I just wrote part of the quote down. He says something about in my justicing. Yeah, sorry you got caught up in my justicing. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's so good. That is pretty good. He stashes the goo monster in the soda bottles. Yep. Got to put your goo somewhere. Just puts it's them in his pocket. 
Gotta put your goose somewhere. I just got that. No, stop it. Stop it. Well, that's disappointing. Now he's going to have to go back and buy sodas again anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it depends if you bought it. He might have just bought a bunch of them. Maybe. Nah, there were only like two in that bag. I could tell. I'm a bag containering expert. <laughs> I love that All Might signs Deku's book for him without him asking. <laughs> yeah, before he even knows it. <laughs> like, how, how presumptive. Well, he's also right, though. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. You're right. It's, it's, yeah, it's a little of both. It's a little, like, audacious and presumptive, but it's also a little bit, like, of course he's gonna, like, everybody does, might as well. Yeah. So good. I'd like to think of it more like he probably knows his audience or then he's just got an ego. Both kind of fit, though. Yes. I mean, he is, his move is Texas, so. Well, he calls himself All Might. (laughs) Not like a little bit of might. (laughs) All of it. Some of the might. So he decides to take off, and he bounds away, but Deku hitches a ride? He doesn't fly, but he, like, Hulk jumps. Yes. And Deku decides he's just going to grab hold of this dude, and he's like, get off! And he's like, if I do that, I'll fall to my death. And he's like, oh yeah, good point. (laughs) I love the animation here again. It's just another scene where, like, Deku's face is just, like... They definitely Blowing put some backwards. Ah! They definitely put some money in that scene. Yeah, <laughs> it's really hilarious. Uh, so they land on a building. He's like, um, "Yeah, just knock on that door over there, and eventually someone will hear you." <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm like, oh, "Damn, couldn't just land on the ground." We also get the cough and the blood coming out of his mouth. Yeah, that's gonna uh, yeah. lead to something, I'm sure. Uh huh. I don't know what, but it's gonna lead to something. Blood loss. Yes. I think if you thought about it, you could figure it out. Is he? Oh, he's related to Hyatt. Yes. <laughs> there's our there one Excel go. reference. There you go. There you go. There, there's our one. He, as in Deku, just says, like, I need to know, can a person be a hero if they don't have a quirk? And then that's basically the episode. And again, my alternate version of this, <laughs> I, I just think thematically it would work. The answer, Deku, is... Yes. Not necessarily a superhero, but anybody can be a hero. Anybody right. can do good things yeah. for the benefit yeah. of others and be yeah. a hero that way. You don't need super strength or yeah. flight or anything to be a good person who is a hero and does everything they can to help. And just Certainly. ask Moomin Rider. Yeah! Right. <laughs> Take up bicycling! Yeah, that's it! <laughs> Gain some muscle tone! Yeah, Deku just starts lifting weights and rides a bike. Yeah. Joins the Body Improvement Club. Joins the Body Improvement Club. <laughs> uh, Same creator. That's it, basically. Like, that's pretty much the episode. Did I miss yeah. anything? Any key scenes that are worth talking about? Mm-hmm. There's not much going on in it. Here's the thing I was going to ask. When Mount Lady, like, does her <laughs> drop kick, and they have the people taking pictures? Yes. They don't really show much of it, but does she leave a butt print in the ground? I didn't notice. I didn't catch it either. There's definitely a crater, and I kind of got the impression like that was just the one cheek. But it might I think have been. She, I think she left the whole butt print in the ground. <laughs> I, w- I would have to look again. <laughs> that's a good question. Well, while Matt looks that up and confirms whether or not that's an ass cheek, uh, this I is was part- born to do this. This is-, <laughs> this is this is research, more research than Josh ever does. This is the part of the show where we. Uh, give our recommendation of whether this is something we want to continue watching or recommend for others, something that we're done with, or something we're not sure about. Uh, and since this is Bill's choice, 
I'm going to go to you first, Bill. Where do you where do you kind of sit on this scale looking at this anime? Bill, the car- the the host of Toonie Japanese, I think would give it a tentative thumbs up, and then I would watch more. Okay. But Bill, the real person, I think I think realistically, I probably won't go back and watch more of this. <laughs> like, I'm not saying it's bad. I didn't. I don't regret this being my choice. I probably won't get around to watching more of it. Okay. But I mean, thumbs up for anybody else, and I might. Okay. If I could figure out how watching it will drive Josh crazy, that would be bonus. <laughs> okay. Okay, so here's here's a story I didn't tell. Uh, I tried to watch this a few months ago and uh, fell asleep watching it and decided, well, man, this must be really boring and I must not like this. So I didn't try it again. Um, we decided we were going to do this. So I turned it on last night and woke up somewhere in the middle of episode three <laughs> uh, <laughs> and realized, oh, shit. I fell asleep, so I watched it before we recorded this, uh, and I got through it. Now that I've gotten through it, I think it has enough kind of vibe with um, One Punch Man and is unique in the the world that they've built enough that, yes, I think I want to go back and watch more of this. I think I want to give a few more episodes a chance and see where it goes. Because they kind of left us on a cliffhanger in episode one, which is good storytelling. So I'm going to say... My answer is yes. I will intend to maybe get back to this, and I think people should give this a watch. Machu. I have been slacking off, but I have seen every episode up to 99. Ooh. And I've just recently been doing other things and not been watching. So I'm three episodes behind, but I'm caught up. So, of course, I really like it, so I recommend it. It's a fun show. Uh, So... Some weeks we'll have a, a show where some, maybe one of us have seen it before. Other weeks, none of us will see it. Um, we'll kind of see how this works. I uh, hope you have enjoyed this episode. Before we take us out, uh, it is going to be Matt's time to pick one. And I'm going to have him introduce right now what we're going to be watching for the next one of these. Next time on Tuning Japanese, we're going to be checking out the very first episode of Black Butler. Ooh, that's a name I know. I understand it's a very popular show, or at least it was. It's been a while since it came out, but uh, I'm interested to check it out for myself. It's got alliteration, so I'm in. Quite. That's all it takes for you. That's all it takes for me. I'm a simple man who likes simple things. Uh, But that does it for this episode. So, uh, Matt, you want to take us out? Well, uh, this has been Tuning Japanese, the anime podcast where three dudes of varying ages watch anime. And then we make this little show about it, which we hope you enjoy. Hopefully so. My name is Matthew. I'm the Ascended Fanboy. Yay. (laughs) I'm Andy. And I'm Bill. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. See, I don't think I'm going to. Thank you so much for listening to Tuning In. This bonus series is made for our amazing patrons. Big thanks to Brian Nash and Superfan Matt. Get access to all future Tuning In episodes at patreon.com slash tuningjapanese. The song Neon Laser Horizon is by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com, used under a Creative Commons 4.0 license.
Hey! Wake up! Hey! Uh, thought we lost you there! <laughs> well, looks like you're moving around all right. Sorry about that back there. I didn't mean to get you caught up in my justicing. Usually I pay more attention to keeping bystanders safe, but it turns out this city sewer system is pretty difficult to navigate. <laughs> anyway, you were a big help. Thank you. I've captured the evildoer. I'm the most amazing hero in the entire world. All my, the real thing, in the flesh, standing right in front of me. He looks so much cooler in person!